Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we have a lovely guest, Zach Weeb, here with us, a very good pal of ours from the parkour community out in Grand Prairie. Uh, I believe we met you in Edmonton, did we not, Zach? Yeah, it was um, the grand opening of the Fly Free Gym. The the good old days. Damn, oh, a yeah. throwback. A hell of a throwback. Years ago. Right about three. Wow. Yeah. That well, that was 2013, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, man. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we're we've got a couple random topics to talk about today. Um, we're talking about bad ad campaigns, and we're also going to be talking about uh, experiences with the paranormal. Um, today I'm your host, Jay. And beside me, we've got our co-host, Brody Shaw. I am your host, Jay. We're still doing this, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And uh, below me, I've got Ben Graham. Hey, I'm uh, actually Brody. I'm the co-host. And then Mike. Hello, I'm not a co-host, but that's okay. (laughs) And then we've got Rare. Hey, uh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and of course our guest Zach who? Zach <laughs> who? Z- Zach? hello? Who Zach? Am I? you're an owl in here the only show that makes you ask who am I? <laughs> who are you really? Uh, Brody do you want to get into your, your topic here this one was brought to us by, by Brody yeah. Shaw himself listen I just kind of <laughs> wanted to every time I see this it just <sighs> It makes me feel emotions, <laughs> anger, confusion, pain. So, okay, you all know, like... 100% like the... reason to remember the name. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the Smarties campaign, which actually is more of a Canadian thing, because I know Smarties in America are not a thing. But, like, Smarties, the little chocolate-covered candies, or chocolate candy-coated covers. I can't fucking talk, <laughs> guys. Candy-coated chocolate. sleep apnea. The candy like coat chocolate. They're better M and M's. They had like a campaign that was like "Eat the red ones last," and they had this whole song. Like that was good. It gave you something fun to do with your candy. Then there was like Kit Kats. Like give me a break. They had a whole fucking song with that too. Give me a break. Your Kit Kat bar. It's a good mm. ad campaign. The uh, what was the one you brought up earlier? The Twix, right? Oh, the Twix. The are, you, are, are you left Twix or right Twix? Kind of. You, yeah. yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah, like it's it good. Fun. It's something. It's something silly. They're both exactly the same. They obviously. took it to such an ex- extent too. They like were claiming that they each half were made in different factories and stuff. Like it was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. They like yeah, they yeah. went the whole nine yards with it. It was good. Now Reese's cups, which are the chocolate covered peanut butter cups, they have been doing a campaign that I've seen on TikTok, where it's a debate between. When you peel the cup off, it being a little bit dirty, like a little bit of chocolate left behind, or being a clean peel of the cup. And apparently they're trying to play it off as this big debate, like this has been a thing from the beginning of the Reese's Cups creation. And it's just fucking not, dude. (laughs) It's a fucking candy wrapper. You Like, why? I, I I, I actually haven't seen this, but this might have started... I was working out of town for a long time and away from just all social media in general, but it, it's literally telling people that it, 
you you either well, eat the Reese with it as a clean cup or you have Reese's on. Listen, the so, argument like, is go you on. go ahead, Rare. You tell it. You got it. I was gonna say it's either do you like finish the candy and whatever's left on the wrapper you leave, or are you the type of person that licks the wrapper to like get the last bit off? Like See, that's, that's kind of what they're going for. Uh, they're like, do you eat the entirety of the Reese? Or do you just eat what you can get? So they're questioning yeah. and if then, you're wasteful or not. Is all there? No, is but the argument saying. is, it's a snack for after. Like it's a little treat for after you eat your Reese's because there's a little bit left on the bottom what? of your fucking wrapper. So that's you're like so eating that. crumbs afterwards. Yeah, like, throw it out. No, does that, that dude? You're tossing it. We're not re- we're not freaking house hippos over here. We're not saving our Reese's wrappers <laughs> in our purse as a snack for later. Dude, yeah, that's like non-ironically keeping like ketchup in your beard for later. Like, <laughs> no, right. yeah, I mean, like, right oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, I would but... never ever leave a Reese's wrapper for later and be like, oh, oh look, I can lick this off. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, I'm such a <laughs> such a dirty dirty boy over here with my Reese's. <laughs> it's like licking oh, toilet that's... paper. Like, <laughs> it's terrible. Okay, so, it's got to be just something that's just because, like, it probably in storage somewhere, the the oils from the Reese's cup just like seep into that wrapper and then just yeah. make it, so it just naturally peels. And it's just like, okay, instead of actually fixing the thing, we're just gonna go ahead and make a meme out of it so that yeah, uh, right. They need a new marketing team is what they need. Well, it's like, why don't you just fix the goddamn problem of your Reese's chocolate peanut butter cup sticking to the damn wrapper instead of what? making a whole campaign about it <laughs> this online? Is, this is something this Mike's been sensitive about for fucking years. He is so pissed <laughs> that when he eats Reese's, there's leftovers on his wrapper. It's actually, you know, you know what? Recent years you know because what? of it. It, it, if anything, this campaign just made me mad because it just brought up that whole <laughs> idea. Just like, hey, why the fuck is the rapper going ahead and clinging to the bottom of my Reese's cup? Why the why the hell is this happening? This is annoying. The, I paid for this product, and it's just not in a very nicely accessible form anymore. It is on the wrapper. I'm not going to be a, a peasant to lick the wrapper, despite anything that anybody else is going to go ahead and tell me. And it's not even it's not it's not even like a lick. Like I I see a, a message here. It's it it is. You're scraping it with your teeth off, hoping to get the rest of it off. It doesn't lick yeah. off. It's chocolate and peanut no. butter. You ever seen what a dog does with peanut butter on the roof of their mouth? <laughs> totally. Reese's just put a roof of your mouth to cling on into their wrapper. That's all they did. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. It's but just like, such a ridiculous thing. But yeah, what could be a better marketing campaign for Reese's? Like the whole time I've been sitting here, like what? Thank you. Oh, what would they? What could they actually do? But like, yeah, I'll, let, let me go first because I had an idea. I like eating them frozen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think they taste Ooh. phenomenal frozen. So do you yeah. eat your Reese's frozen? See, that's that could. One. That's good. See now, that's does good. that does that solve the chocolate bean? Stuck to the to the peanut butter cup. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I they like melt a little bit and they stick. So I think if you have it yeah. frozen, it's gonna like hold to itself better than it's gonna hold to the wrapper. There we go. We just solved the entire debate right there. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, because like, I feel like they don't have much else going for them. <laughs> yeah. Why? I mean, no. Yo, they should. They. 
I mean, Reese, if you're listening, you should change your campaign to warm or cold Reese's. Uh, it might work out better. That reminds me of like yeah. when Mini Wheats was trying to do that campaign of whether or not you put or, or like they were trying to kind of promote having Mini Wheats as like this winter snack food where you had it with warm milk or like hot milk. I remember that. Ew. And you're just uh, like, uh, people eat mini wheats. What? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, no. I've never what? seen someone eat mini wheats other than with hot milk. Bro. Jesus Christ. Yeah, to me that's a little more normal too. Like it's, it's kind of like a porridge substitute. Yeah, what that's the exactly what I think guys. Maybe yeah, the yeah. world is bigger than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> My horizons are widening. <laughs> no, it's that's actually incredible considering that like I've like for cereals it's always been just you take the you take your milk or whatever like substitute yeah you have and then you put that on the cold cereal like that's just how it works for me because yeah. a that's the convenience side of it like going through those extra steps to warm up the milk to only have like even like soggy out your stuff even more I don't I, it never never sunk Yo, on my yeah. end so. I don't know man. So here's I didn't something... know mini wheats from cereal till right now. So I <laughs> thought they were specifically. <laughs> Why are these in the cereal oh. aisle? These should well, not be here. Be so of course, they're in the cereal aisle. Like I thought they were like like porridge. You put them in hot milk. Yeah. Kind of you know, soft. Hmm, I hated them. I thought they had a disgusting texture, and I didn't realize you could just eat them with cold milk. That was not an option I had yeah. ever considered. In my opinion, not even many weeks rare. Have you ever tried the big ones or seen the big ones? They're yeah, like, that's, oh my god. Um, my grandfather uh, used to like get both, and he'd put them with hot milk. And he's the only person I've ever seen eat like mini wheats or like the full size ones. And that's exactly how he did it. Uh, wow. You know what? I, since we're talking about cereal, I had uh, a friend of ours, Colin. Colin. Um, we were we were out in Drumheller shooting a TV show for a week, and he started working with us. And uh, everything closed up, so we had to go to a Seven Eleven for our dinner one night. And um, his bougie. here here was his choice. And to those of you who know him, it may not surprise you, but uh, at the same time, I think we need to talk about this. His go to. <laughs> Was one of those small boxes of Fruit Loops and Rolo milk. That oh wow, that's that hit on right there. Like, head on, yeah. Fruity cereal with you get a Ranger coffee milk. too. Sorry. Oh my god. Did he get a Ranger coffee too? No, but <laughs> <laughs> that would be the only other step. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't mix it with Monster Hilarious. instead. Or something like. Colin's not much of like a caffeine guy, so like I think that's, I think that's where that comes from. Is he needs some like chocolatey, sugary substance to to kind of perk him up. But I've, he acted like I've he had... was totally normal. He's like, "What do you mean? You've never had Fruit Loops with Rolo milk before?" I was like, what the fuck are you talking? About? Like I've had Lucky Charms with chocolate milk, but that's yeah, not that. Yeah, yeah. that's out Lucky because that's not like fruity. Oh, first, well, did yeah, they so have he's... like chocolate to uh, like? Lucky Charms before they like... do have chocolate Lucky Charms. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's not too far. It's not like too far out from the pale right there. No, right. Closest See, that's thing not to that, that bad. 
closest thing to that I've ever had was chalk milk with Rice Krispies, and I hated it so much. I was like, I'm never mixing anything but regular milk and cereal again. And, okay, if we're on the topic of cereal, I have an important yes. question. Uh, do you keep your cereal separate, or are you a heathen and you mix your cereals? Listen. Uh, separate. Separate. Listen. Are you a purist or a combination? <laughs> okay. Uh, Jay, you go first. There's only there's one right answer. Just, just go down the way. That is incorrect. Go down the way. Go down the line. Jay, you're up. I believe that 90% of cereals need to be solo, but there's the occasional combination that is okay. Examples. Examples? <laughs> yeah. Um, I need Appendix A, please. <laughs> can't make a claim that large and then not give, like, evidence. Rare is steaming. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I really don't mind the combination of uh, Frosted Flakes and Rice Krispies. I think That's those two. Like I think two those. Cereals. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think those two go good together. Like the the Frosted Flakes help bring the Rice Krispies up, and then you know you got a soggy mess to eat. It's great. <laughs> All right. It makes okay. me. It just makes me remind me. It makes. It reminds me of my childhood. That's all. It's really shitty. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I love the self-deprecating humor here. Oh, we do. <sighs> Listen, okay. I am a purist until I only have half a bowl left in each of my two boxes. What am I supposed to do? Go buy another entire box? I'm not yeah. trying to murder myself by eating cereal every day of my life. I just mix them. And listen, okay, cereal is often a combination of a bunch of different little bits all in one. What's adding a couple more different little bits? It's not a big deal. It's fine. It's like, listen, fine. you got you get fruity Lucky Charms, and you got some Fruit Loops left. It's the same shit, different shape. You just put <laughs> it in a bowl together. Rare's crying. <laughs> you can literally see the tears me. running down his face. <laughs> you're, you're, just, you're a cereal opportunist. Essentially, yeah. He's Bro, more of a utilitarian. No, he's, he's, no, he's he's more of a utilitarian, and I I fall into that too because like in my household there is a <laughs> practice where so long as you don't eat the last little bit of the cereal box, you don't have to deal with it. So it just by stays the end in of it, cupboard. it just comes like. So I've had it where I've had about five or six different cereal boxes with the smallest amount of like you know couple bits and like pow basically powder at that point and then i'm just like stuck there i'm like what the fuck am i supposed to do with this i don't want to just toss it all out so at the end of the day yes i'm very much like brody where you know i'm very utilitarian when it comes to my cereal and I will perform the black magic that is mixing the cereal <laughs> together. So I understand that it is uh, it is taboo and is probably going to summon some sort of demon somewhere in the world and just, you know, <laughs> annihilate a nation somehow. But I just know that, you know, the work put into raising that that cereal grain, getting it to where it needs to be, is is too great for me to just toss it out. So I'm going to mix that all up in a bowl. I'm going to eat it. It doesn't, I don't care how it's going to taste as long as it's nutrition. God, he's just a vacuum, a cereal vacuum, this man. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess it, it also in... comes down to like, hey, it's preference. You can't argue preference. This is it's... true. It's it's. But true. for me, it's like the the it's utility of me There's eating. Wrong right answer here. No, no, no. I I still Where... think I still I still play by the I... utilitarian aspect of it that I don't want to waste food, so I'm going to eat. However, the cereal is going to come together. I haven't had cereal in like uh, maybe three years. Like last last thing I had, someone brought me some tricks, and like I had to go to the store to go get milk to to get it. Like my my breakfast is is just not cereal anymore. I haven't had cereal in so long. So like maybe yeah, I should me, just go get some Rice Krispies a... and Frosted Flakes and just cereal's always been like have, a nighttime a, snack a, for a shower me. cereal. Yeah, you, you guys are gonna have to find a separate place when we move to Vancouver if this is how you guys are gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna combine your boxes of cereal without you looking. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what I don't understand is how you guys let it get to the only half bowl left. Because I'm the kind of person that if I notice it, I'm just gonna put yep, that I'll much do. extra in my cereal bowl. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm really like, y'all y'all are nuts. Yeah, Zach, is, <laughs> Zach is a full send or no like, send kind of guy. You know? Yeah, yeah man. Again, I'll put it until there's no room for milk. I'll just pile in. Yeah, Again, that, that, <laughs> no, that's, no. All fun. that's all fun in games, but then, like, sometimes it's just not enough room in the bowl. And as we're talking about, you get the bag, you. Yeah. You put you the bag in the bowl. bowl. I have or... definitely had mixing bowls of cereal before to make sure I didn't get down <laughs> to the last grains. Like, <laughs> just like Listen. a massive bowl. Yeah, I need to know. I'm not kidding. Like, <laughs> so, so from the one giving us all the criticisms, what's uh, let's let's hear let's hear it, rare. Let's hear it. First of all, the only cereals that are allowed to be mixed are like they have to be the same cereal. So you can mix Cheerios and Honey Nut Cheerios for a slightly less sweet Honey Nut Cheerio, or Frosted Flakes and Corn Flakes for slightly less sweet Frosted Flakes. That is like the only acceptable mix <laughs> i will fight about this like i will throw hands over this this is important um if you get down to two half bowls of cereal then you eat them separately as two separate half bowls um <laughs> you pour yourself your half bowl of frosted flakes finish it and then go get the half bowl of fruit loop because they don't go together it's so wrong like uh we used to have um, when I was living with my parents, we used to have like containers that would keep your cereal fresh for longer. Um, and we'd buy a different sweet cereal every time. So we'd always have like a stockpile of Honey Nut Cheerios, but then we'd alternate between like Frosted Flakes and Corn Pops and like all that kind of stuff, whatever mm -hmm. I was feeling when I went and bought it. Um, but someone decided to start pouring in the next cereal before we finished off the last one. And I stopped eating cereal. I saw the rage in your eyes when you said that. I saw, I saw the like pure rage. Yeah, it was like, at I that did. point. I that was run. I haven't I had was, cereal in like, a year and a half. Okay, maybe one or two exceptions where I like was at someone else's place and they had cereal and I could have some, but like I have not paid for or eaten cereal from my own place in more than a year and a half because somebody mixed my fucking cereal. Dude, That's that tragic. that this is kind of trauma. That is kind of crazy. Yeah, like you, you saw the trauma, like just, just instantly reflect on his face. So we need to arrest whoever did that. Because There's I just, an investigation. There has an investigator. We'll never know. 
I, I still agree with the fact that you can't just mix every cereal. There's some that mix good together. Like if you try it, it's like mixing. Definitely. Yeah, but like, Rare, how does how does chocolate milk and Fruit Loops make you feel inside? It makes me feel awful. I mean, <laughs> yes, it is. It was a terrible mix. <laughs> but Rollo milk, like it's, it's it's got the caramel too and everything, so it's like no, caramel dessert at that no, chocolate no. milk. Chocolate oh, I don't. I don't like chocolate in the first place. Chocolate yeah, milk true. is like one of the exceptions to chocolate that I can like actually enjoy. And my God, the thought of wasting good chocolate milk by putting it in cereal is <laughs> upsetting. And then you're also wasting the cereal too, because I'm not going to want to eat that either. It's oh Man, I lived gosh. off cereal for like three years when I moved out like the first time. Yeah. Like, all I bought I, myself. Anytime I saw you eating, it was cereal, man. It was just easy and it was delicious, and I did not get it as a kid. So I was like, "Fuck it, it's my life. I'm eating cereal." Mm-hmm. Fair. That's fair enough. You you finally get to eat the cereal you want to eat. Okay. Now I had cereal because someone mixed it. How do you feel about this, Rare? Becca and I used to put protein powder in our cereal. Yeah, not a problem. Not a problem. Cool. Because that's what flavor. Like protein. protein powder. It, it, it would be like a. Um, Oh, you're gonna hate this. It'd be like a chocolate, oh. <laughs> a chocolate. <laughs> I can't think about it for a second. It would be like a chocolate. It would be Lucky Charms, something like sweet in general. See, like chocolate with Lucky Charms, that's that's fine, because they have chocolate. Well, it wasn't charms. Fruit Loops. I'll like give that. you that. It may not be my personal favorite, uh, like flavor, but chocolate Lucky Charms have been established. They are a combination that can exist. I'll give you that. All right. All right. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. I think Lucky Charms is like a, a definite like, good combination with. I think like that's one of the things with chocolate milk that you can combine. I'll raise you cinnamon toast crunch. Yes, this is another. What? Okay, let's go through mm. and, and wait. Just... Chocolate milk and cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I I would agree with that, Ben. I've this I've done like it. Girl cheese. I, totally I feel like that's established as well. I feel like that is established. What are what are some other things that you think uh, combine well with chocolate milk cereal wise? Chocolate like blueberries, uh, cocoa puffs, anything that's already chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that's quick cereal. Chocolate is chocolate. That was gonna be my next one. Was uh, the chocolate cereal that like makes your milk chocolate? That's quick. That's quick. Yep. <laughs> I used to love that stuff growing up, but now like Tim Hortons has like a like Timbit cereal mm-hmm. that's pretty much just doing the exact same thing and i'm just like they ruined it does it turn your milk into <laughs> timbits i could imagine probably <laughs> that'd be sick. the cereal expands into timbits yeah you just yeah, let it soak the and then you let it dry overnight Damn. and then when you and wake I... up in the morning you've got timbits hell yeah sour, sour, sour milk yeah sour milk. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you make sour though right i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> do you do you eat your cereal with regular milk or sour? Milk? <laughs> <laughs> do you drink? Do, do you use buttermilk with your uh, with your Nesquik? <laughs> I drink my milk with whipping cream. <laughs> oh, dude, there's like a a certain cafe drink. It's like Dolce or something like that. Uh, where Dolce. they well, Dolce or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll do their uh, they'll they'll pull their espresso shot and then they'll steam like whipping cream 
Are you talking about the mm. uh, De Leche uh, lattes? Um, yes. At like Phil yeah. and Seb? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm the, so the scared to even try it because I know it's going to be no, hella decadent and like I, I might like it a lot to the point where it's like, I'm just going to start drinking heavy cream. So Phil and Seb, because they already don't focus <laughs> on their coffee being like super... Uh, super sweet and like having cream and sugar like rammed into it. The delet the, the the dolce latte is actually very 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 tasty. It's it's like Sounds if you good. had a latte with like a couple sugars. If I was getting Brody a latte, I'd get him a, a dolce latte. Mm. And it's still not that sweet in my opinion. But I also have a sweet tooth, so don't listen to me. I don't know why I'm still talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if we want to talk coffee, we'll talk coffee. Oh, boy. That would be a whole episode. (laughs) That that would be a whole episode of me saying nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it would just be me. What? Okay, who who actually drinks coffee in here? I I, do. Oh, yeah. Like, McDonald's coffee. Okay, McDonald's actually makes good coffee. I've heard a lot of people praise it. McDonald's is way Oh, it's phenomenal compared to Tim's. Like, I black will... coffee is like drinking tar. Dude, yeah, see, I will like, when not I was up... touch Tim Hortons coffee. Like, if I need yeah. a cheap, fast coffee to go at any hour of the night, it's McDonald's. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Tim's, I will not go near Tim's if he twisted my arm behind my back. It won't happen. Yeah, like when I was working up in Hinton that summer, uh, there was a Tim Hortons and a McDonald's basically right next to each other, mm-hmm. and the I mean, part of the reason why I never ended up going to Tim's was because every time I ended up having to bring the um, the truck through that was work that was using for work, um, the drive-through was always just such a hairpin turn and super narrow to the point where I'm just like, this is fucking sketchy, and I don't want to destroy a government property. <laughs> so probably best. Uh, but then Tell yeah, them it ended was up vandalism. getting a- exactly. <laughs> they never they never heard of Morton himself. But uh yeah, McDonald's coffee, I, I I definitely got a little bit into that when I was up on uh, up in Hinton. And um yeah, if I had to compare the two, yeah, there's definitely gonna go ahead and put McDonald's up there. But I guess as far as like coffee and culture, who 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 goes ahead and is cultured in the coffee? I mean, dude, who, I drink who knows how to who, who knows how to do a pour over? It is yeah, I. We do pour over. There we Absolutely. go. All right, so then, uh, every, every that, we just went ahead and sectioned off half of the group here, and uh, <laughs> now we're going to start our own talk. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just sit there quietly. <laughs> sit there quietly and let me Listen, tell you about the dance. adults are I talking. I can degenerate coffee by putting a pod in a machine. Fucking <laughs> man. Yeah, after having Nick like work at Phil and Sebastian, which Dude, is like Nick, one of the Nick better is what made it happen to me Calgary. too. Yeah, he is a terrible influence on me, and especially having like the espresso machine in the house. Mm. And now yeah. I have to have like I, I'm I'm a cup a day like every morning. Like it's just kind of part of my morning ritual. Like I wake up in the morning, pull my beans out of the freezer to keep them even more fresh, pop them into my automatic grinder that i have a bunch of settings for and then just do Jeez. the whole damn thing and then that, See, just have that it didn't work it's just too I much i think work i've only yet. ever finished one <laughs> cup of coffee and i bought it from a 7-eleven 
and I poured two different kinds of five-hour energy into it, and then half a Holy monster as well. Shit, that sounds trash. It's just because it was so expensive, I had to finish it. it. Was the only reason I got through it too. I don't you feel were like talking about coffee culture, so, Mike. So you to <laughs> make cereals, but what the fuck concoction did you just describe? I think it was on a bet. Uh, I'd make cereal on a bed. I I have no moral standings or like any like uh, line in the sand. As soon as somebody bets me something, I uh, see. Fair, fair. That's insane, bro. But I, I, I would never make cereal until someone's like, "What are the odds you mix your cereal?" And then I'll be mixing cereal in a couple minutes. <laughs> so wait, fair so enough. like. You you had that, and then it was just like, okay, I don't like coffee, but that's not that that wasn't coffee at that point. No, that was no, like, I said, man, this coffee sucks. I I know why. Coffee. <laughs> yeah, just having coffee hot. all the time. They're like, oh, you won't like that coffee. Here, try this, or yeah. oh, you haven't tried coffee until you've had this. And every time, I'm like, oh yeah, this is still disgusting. Thank you very much. Um, uh, that was like, the only cup that finished. I could just hey, imagine, uh, like, hey, hey I went ahead and, like, mixed up all of this stuff into a cup, and then, uh, yeah, I don't like coffee anymore. It made my heart palpitate, and I had to go to the hospital. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just think like, I came close to a heart attack there. Like, <laughs> I w I'm not surprised, to be honest. Yeah. Hey, Rare, how do you about... take your coffee? Oh, just, like, I take it with one monster in two five hours. Yeah, what? Ten extra hours for me, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be uh, a long it's day. Multiplicated at twenty-five hours. It's uh, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> five hours times oh, another five hours. I'm good for the whole day and then some. Yeah. Coffee is the square root of energy. Oh. Apparently, a mathematician. That's what. That's what. Uh, energy equals mass times energy, coffee but... squared. Well, personally, I feel absolutely dead without coffee in me. And that's where we're gonna shift over to our cost about or our talk about <laughs> goats. Ghosts. Goats. We're talking about goats. Um, uh, that was incredible. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> wait, before we get to the actual topic, how the fuck do goats stand on cliff sides like that? They can stand on like the width of a quarter. Yeah, bro. It's fucked up. Have you anyway, no, it's just practice. It's, it's just like parkour. Floor. Like there's 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 goat wins on cliffs and there's also goat fails on cliffs. You yeah, know? you never see the goat fails, dude. You never see them practice. <laughs> you only no, see them like you never see a bear heard, shit in the woods. Google I heard goat swipes help right now. Yeah. <laughs> like goats, they just they just wipe their palms, do some toe swipes, and send. Oh it, yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they gotta get them shoes squeaky clean so they get the nice grip. You know how it is. <laughs> So, anyways, ghosts. Ghosts. This is Ooh. this is a topic straight from Benjamin. Yes. He, yeah. He's asking us if we believe in the paranormal and if we've had any experiences. And I'm talking. Know, I don't. I don't mean just specifically ghosts. I mean like if you believe in like folklore or like uh, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, werewolves, vampires, Fast you know, anything, watch, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. I don't know. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Do you believe in it? Are you a believer? Are you a non-believer? I wanna, I wanna hear your stuff first, Ben. Go, go into yeah. it a bit. I'm a, I'm a believer. I'll start with ghosts because, like, okay, first experience ever. I was at like my my friend's house and he had a Ouija board and I just like felt uneasy about it. I was like, 
that thing looks creepy. What's it for? And he's like, oh, you talk to dead spirits with it. And I was like, cool. And I was like 13 or 14, so I wanted to be edgy and do it. And we set up all like the candles in the basement and whatever. And man, <laughs> shit fell off the shelves. A candle blew out, and I just left. And ever since that day, I'm just like, I'm cursed, man. Like, because you're not supposed to leave until like you say goodbye on the Ouija yeah. board, right? Like, you have to like go to like goodbye. And I never did. I was just like, fuck that. It moved shit. Other like other stuff moved. I'm out of here. Like, I gotta go. <laughs> so that's that was my story. Like, that's why I believe it. Cause I don't know. I experienced some freaky stuff, and I was like. Nope, not for me. Fair enough. I know, like, uh, a few of us have shared, like, random little ghost stories or creepy things. But, um, Brody, I I think you should go next. So, I can't really say that I don't believe in them. Because I don't have any proof. But as as a believer in God... You can't say no. I don't believe in demons and ghosts because that's kind of like <laughs> that's the thing. Kind of part a of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit of a cornerstone <laughs> to the whole belief system. But there's, I mean, I feel like there hasn't been anything that proves it, and there hasn't really been anything that disproves it. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many fucking people out there that have said, "Oh my gosh, I had this encounter with this ghost and this spirit and blah blah blah." And there's so many people out there that are like, "Oh well, it's all fake. It's all fake." So like, is there just thousands and thousands and thousands of people on the planet that have mass hysteria and think they see ghosts? The answer to that question is yes. I don't know. It's hard to say. There's no way to disprove it or prove it, so until I see something that disproves it, I'm going to (laughs) believe in it. You know what I mean? I want to believe it because I feel like it'd be fun to be haunted. I I feel like that's some of the appeal of it, and that's why the horror culture is so is so huge, is because it's really fun to pander those ideas. You know, like that's why else would people be chasing a fucking Sasquatch? That's why I brought that up because like I just saw a post the other day about someone in BC who just spends his life hunting the Sasquatch and like posting like sightings and like sharing like people's like you know. Oh, I I heard this noise out in northern BC, and he'll go there, and yeah. he'll like set up camp <laughs> for a bit and try to find like, like I just I feel like it. it's a really enjoyable thing to chase. It's so and... admirable. Yeah, it is right. <laughs> it is. Well, but, like, I don't think that to me, I don't think that anything is like super real necessarily. But I agree, I don't dismiss it because I think it's fun yeah. to, to for it to be a possibility. You know. Yeah. Uh, I feel like ghosts and cryptids are a bit of a different category, though. Like, you know, like the the Kraken and stuff like that. Like, I mean, yeah, we've never been... Like, there's lots of the ocean that we haven't explored. Who knows? Yo, there could be insane. some giant creature under there. Yeah. But also, how many how many years has the, the Earth been around? You know what I mean? Like, mm, how uh, have we not found the Sasquatch I, yet? Humans I are think, fucking all over the place. You know I think what we mean? have to make a distinction between what is actually paranormal versus like okay what's kind of just like uh fantastical in the sense of yeah the, uh, of like you know the sightings of a unicorn kind of uh that type of yeah lore. see would that would that be considered paranormal or is no, paranormal like no. paranormal ghosts, demons well, witchcraft i think, it, I think it would be paranormal if the unicorn has magical powers there we go mm-hmm. yeah so the idea behind paranormal is that it cannot be explained 
So yeah, yeah, it's... in large by in itself, it's just like, well, if you had to ask me, being very scientifically minded, then I have to say no because it cannot be explained. Thus, you know, it doesn't fall within the scientific method. Thus, it doesn't fall within any type of rules and of you know any type of box that our reality actually functions as. And then anything that wait. is quantifiable, say like okay, if there was uh, say with ghost hunters, they typically like to go out with like little thermal guns and other things like that uh, that will read any type of kind of information and just be like, oh, okay, so if you'd actually be able to quantify it to a point where you can actually make predictions instead of just making, you know, after the fact of you getting the measurements, saying, mm -hmm. oh, it's the, this, is the, this is the ghost. It's just like, okay, well, now use that information to predict where that ghost is now. Yeah, because for, yeah, for there sure. needs to be some sort of, you know, because if, there, if it's working in a universe, it, there is mechanics behind it. It's the same way it's like, okay, you have the way, the same way that like medicine works is that there's molecules that work with other proteins and other things inside your body that will cause a change within your structure. So until like you actually have mechanisms like defined and things like that then it's like yeah it kind of gets relegated to the paranormal side of things if it's not paranormal and it's actually been you know explain like it's been kind of proven expanded out, upon explained yeah, yeah then it's no longer paranormal yeah. because now we have an idea of how it works that's the yeah. same with like electricity in the sense that hey it was this big paranormal force before people were just like yeah. oh thunder lightning uh, gods or it's like demons or yeah you know. and then all of a sudden it's yeah. just like oh no it's a static electricity it's science because you, you can replicate it they learn how to replicate that and that's where like the scientific method comes in but the anomalies that you experience are the paranormals and i think that's where like the ghost should exist because those, those science guys going in with readers they live on the anomalies like that like sudden flux of something that's like whoa you know it, it's not replicatable because they might never yeah. get that again you know exactly but but that, yeah. like I, I i'm in the same sense as like as much as we can't prove it scientifically yet um maybe we don't have the means to the the anomalies and such where these readings do happen or people's stories or anything there's there is total hysteria because your mind can take you to crazy places like with or without uh psychedelics or anything like that exactly if anything like that's kind of the the crux to it is that you know our brain is wired to a it's not just unfiltered uh, stuff that's coming in from our environment where like any other stuff that we see visually is being played with by our brain because it has to come in first. It goes into your brain. It gets pre-processed because it needs to have some sort of recollection of what's kind of going on. It's just uh, too then... much information to take at once. So your brain yeah. has to filter important stuff out mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. filtering process can often twist things. Yeah, or have you ever, like, looking up like at the data. clouds, yeah, looking up at the clouds and then finding, you know, patterns in it is just a function of the brain 
trying to you know put everything into into a, a knowable box and some sort of heuristic that it can work with uh so the same thing works where it's like hey if um say somebody says that they see a bunny in the clouds all of a sudden you're going to start transposing the the idea of a bunny mm-hmm. into the clouds until you see the bunny yeah um the same thing happens and, in the dark though too like your mm-hmm. your brain has no data coming in and so it decides to try and augment its own data to, to see things yeah. yeah and that's the one thing that like you get like i think most of us forget is that it's the brain is not like this un like it's unfeathered like construct it's always constantly taking in information and trying to make the world the most you know coherent place so once there's something that's discordant to that it's going to try to uh figure out a box to put whatever is in there it's like all of a sudden there's like a car that drives by that casts a shadow in the back of your room all of a sudden you're just like okay what was that shadow oh well it kind of looked like a man and now all of a sudden you're you're constantly taking that short-term memory and reprocessing it until all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, yeah, that was definitely a man. That was definitely a man. That was a shadow man. Oh, shit, mm-hmm. I got shadow. Oh, fuck, I got demons. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, all right, get So much of, of our here. brain is also built for, like, being able to tell people apart for, like, helping us through social situations that we're, like, hardwired to see, people like, faces in almost everything. It happens all the time. You'll see it, like, in brick walls or uh in like knots on trees and like clouds yeah. like faces are super recognizable so you'll often that's why so much like ghost sightings happen people will see a face in something that isn't actually a face and then when they look at it all the way it's no longer a face um mm. it, it's why you often just get fleeting images and stuff mm. now that being said i am heavily a skeptic of the supernatural and stuff um but I don't rule it out entirely. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be so fun. Not proof of absence. It would be so, so. fun, but man, uh, unfortunately, I just there, there's really not a functional reason to 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 really believe in that type of stuff until it's like, okay, well, now I have to work with ghosts like on a daily basis, so it's probably a little bit more, you know, uh, yeah. on 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 my side to actually. Mm-hmm. put yeah. in the effort and actually understand okay how do i talk to ghosts now because now i'm going to be working with ghosts because there's actually <laughs> ghosts and shit oh, fuck this is gonna be yeah. so annoying like how how am i supposed to get a gift for a ghost at work man i don't get it what so, a ghost I, 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 I got a question for you I, I got a question for you mike is there any is there anything that's like happened to you that has like creeped you out and that you can't explain it well, yeah, let's I, let's I guess let's hard... move away from like all the scientific explanations and yeah. talk about experiences and feelings rather than yeah. uh, the scientific. Well, like we're we're aware that like currently there's no proper definite, but how do you, how do we feel about it without scientific explanation? Well, a lot of it like so any of my feelings with. Um... You know, any type of paranormal stuff is always just like self-imposed um, stuff that has happened. So, like, whenever I had like a bad dream of like, say, this is kind of weird, but it's like back on my family's uh, farm. Whenever we would go visit in the uh, in the summertime, 
I have like this reoccurring dream of um big like fuzzy suit monsters like invading through the bottom of the house and then just like you know killing everybody and then coming up to the top room where i'd be and then just like standing over me in bed and i'm like oh this is fucking creepy as shit but mm-hmm. that's part of dreams i think your house is haunted um but <laughs> but again that's that's all just like me having you know angst about being on the farm where there are animals out in the bush like we had like bears and wolves and other things like that out fuzzy there. creatures so, living under your house exactly that so, watch you sleep um, at night so again it's just like it it's it's kind of that uh i feel like a lot of it comes from or at least a lot of my stuff ends up coming from a lot of it probably some sort of trauma too uh because like there i always thought like there was I don't know if everybody else does this, but like when you were down in like the basement, and you turn off the lights and just run up the stairs because you're just like, oh shit, it's fine. Oh, yeah. oh something's yeah. up the stairs. Oh fuck. Yeah, because yeah, it creeps you out. You don't really understand why necessarily. It's just your imagination, right? But although, like it's for me, yeah. Although for me, it's just like because my um, like my parents' bedroom is down in the basement, and then uh, during the time when my dad was around, he was always a very like tyrannical force in the household so i just kind of associated the basement with like tyranny and evil so whenever i was down there just turn off the lights and all of a sudden it's just like oh okay well now the evil is there so i know i'm gonna that's a common motif of horror in general is that like evil lives in the basement because like hell is the lowest point of evil right like that's a that's a religious horror motif it's also just uh like basic instincts like uh the dark is terrifying mm. to people because we can't see what's in it so therefore it represents danger and uh underground is always dangerous too because there's like it's limited escape routes right it's yeah yeah um, exactly it's very confined so it's just it's a like two for one deal that just Mike's you only have those stairs as we speak escape. mike is being you possessed as we speak what is yeah. happening i think he's either <laughs> coughing or sneezing we, we, we're taking hey, bets I think that's the devil. I actually, I actually have a really creepy experience I can share with you guys. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Happened because, like, I don't really, I can't really say that anything paranormal ever happened to me until we moved into this house, and then weird shit started happening. That kind of like it, it did, it creeped me and Rebecca out. To be perfectly honest, um, it started out with, uh, my parents live upstairs, so we're sharing a house with my parents right now, and sometimes they'll stomp on. Uh, the floor to get our attention. It'll just be like, you know, kitchen floor. I'll go upstairs, see what they want, because it's a privacy thing, right? So they're just trying to get our attention. And I was playing Tarkov one day, and, you know, Jado's Tarkov, I'm really oh, into yeah. it. I'm really not focused on anything else, right? And uh, I hear the kind of off in the distance, and I hear uh, them calling my name, like, quite audibly, like, like, Zach! And so I was like, one minute. I finished, I was just getting out of the raid, put my headset down, I go upstairs, and I'm like, yes, what do you guys want? And they're sitting in the living room, not even in the kitchen, watching TV. And they were like, what? Like, what's going on? I came up in a rush, and I was like, you guys banging on the floor and called, like, did you need anything? And they were like, no, we didn't do that. We've been sitting here this whole time. Like, no one banged on the floor, it's all good. So I went downstairs, and just, Becca was in the room. I think you had your headset on, too. And she was just chilling. And I was like, I thought they, they 
were trying to get my attention and she's like, yeah, they banged on the floor and called your name. Did they, did they want anything? Mm -hmm. I was like, mm -hmm. oh shit. And so I went back upstairs and my mom, no, she's not a good liar. She's like, not in any sense could she pull off like anything. And as soon as I explained what happened, she got visibly like creeped out. She got very oh, scared. Shit. And I was like, I was like, so you, you're not trying to, like, pull my leg. You didn't call my name right, and there's no way, she, like, I lived with this woman for my whole life, and she she couldn't. And yeah, so she pulled a fast one on you like that. Yeah. So that, that, that long, played the long that game. That creeped us out. And then yeah. a, couple, a couple weeks later, we were all upstairs, and we hear a loud crash coming from the basement. And we go downstairs, and our basement light fixture over the sink had been ripped from the wall and it was hanging by its wires over the mirror. My God. And this was another thing. We were like, what? Like, why? Like, was it just not put in properly? What did the screws come loose? But we checked the mounting fixture and the, the place where the screw had been inserted was snapped. So it looked like it had come off with some force. Now we weren't sure, again, trying to rationalize it. We're not sure if maybe the previous tenants who lived here because we're just renting the house. Maybe they broke it and just tried to, like, jimmy it up, but it just decided for no apparent reason just to, like, come crashing down. Yeah. Okay. And That's then, like, wild. it's like, we're kind of creeped. Yeah. And it, the last thing, uh, just sorry. really quick, the last thing that happened to me, I was gaming again just a few nights later, and I was gaming, and I, Becca was in, in the room, and I, I felt something, like, push my arm as if she'd come up behind me and just like tap me and it was enough to make me turn around and just be like yes and there was no one there and I went upstairs and we like asked my parents if they came down and my mom got creeped out again because apparently that was the night that yeah. my grandma like had died the, the anniversary of my grandma's death and after oh. that nothing creepy ever happened here ever again I, I tried to rationalize everything I just wrote it off as just like creepy anomalies that like I'll never explain but they'll yeah. leave me forever. You know? Paranormal, if you will. So, so with the <laughs> yeah. thing... Lean back uh, in the chair far away. Paranormal. <laughs> Having worked as an electrician for a little while, the amount of, like, shitty <laughs> electrical work I've seen done where things are, like, balanced precariously inside. Like, something snaps. Half the time, the electrician, like, just sets it on top of it, wedges it in place, and says, that's good enough, and leaves it. They're like, nobody's going to touch this light ever. So there's a good chance that they snapped it. Somebody just... <laughs> Like hooked it just barely over the edge of the hook. I was like, it's good, I it's fine. About that. So, and now, yeah, that, that's probably exactly what happened. And I, I yeah. have no doubt in my mind there's a good explanation for it. But just it happening for no reason after all, I'm like, that's just weird. That's weird. My so, my but, first. Yeah, the like, other ones still sound creepy. That one's just one that I'm like, I I can see where that one came from. Yeah, I've seen so mm -hmm. much of it. It's ridiculous. And Zach, yeah. that was me who touched your elbow. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> well, that's that now has more of a sexual connotation to it. So I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you didn't look <laughs> under your your desk. <laughs> ben was trying to support you in your rage. Your shoulder. It's like tapping your shoulder and then going the other way. Exactly. Like, yeah, your, I you your up, elbow man. and then I went under the desk and then uh, yeah, started feeling all the other funny things. <laughs> mm. I'm kind of curious to know though, like of all of you, um, like of the paranormal occurrences or like i don't know like beasts or whatever that you know of which one do you think would be like the most plausible 
the most realistic to like actually exist. Ocean ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, any, anything or... in the ocean. Gotta be. Um, the amount of forest that exists, the the chance of something like uh, Bigfoot or something similar to that being like out in the forest is um, probably the next one after oceans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's just forests are absolutely massive, and we can't be everywhere at once. And um, there's a good chance okay. that something out there exists. Maybe maybe not Bigfoot exactly, but something along those lines of. Uh, some unseen species of animal hidden in the forest, there's a good chance yeah. of that one. Absolutely. To be fair, uh, up north here, there's a lot of uninhabited space between cities mm-hmm. that someone like a railroad worker would be traveling 12 hours through absolutely nothing but wilderness to get from like one place to the other. And if you ever want to hear a creepy story about like something that happened in Canadian wilderness, talk to a railroad, railroad worker, because... I've heard, I've heard, and truckers as well, of course, but just like being out in the woods and doing like very quiet railroad travels at nighttime, they're always like saying they see weird shit. How how do you refute it? You know, because it's their experience and they, they tell good stories. So I, uh, have you ever had a paranormal activity? I I had, um, my first experience was when I was very little. Uh, of course our imaginations are running wild more around then, but, um, I was having this constant fear of this, this man standing at the edge of my bed and just being like kind of intimidating and laughing at the fact that I was scared of him. He was like, just so happy that I was scared. And eventually once I started telling my mother about it, um, she was saying that the during the time of this reoccurring like nightmare or fear that was happening with me was that um i was coming up on the anniversary of her dad's death and her dad always loved to scare like all of my mom's little sisters and like jump out and freak them out or anything like that so he was laughing at the fact that i was scared at the edge of the like at the edge of the bed after after the death anniversary had passed, all of that stuff stopped happening. And then maybe about a year or two later, um, I was I was fast asleep. Um, maybe around maybe I was around fourteen at this time actually, but um, I end up coming awake from my sleep and I go straight to my mom and I say don't worry grandma says that she's okay and then like maybe a couple hours later she got a call from the family saying that we had found out that like my great grandma had passed away and we had no explanation as to why there's some weird reason that I said that and then all of us found out that our grandma had passed away and so that's that's a weird experience Mm -hmm. And as well as like the the father thing, but that's those are really the most like insane experiences. A lot of the other ones could be simple imagination, uh, getting away from me or anything like that. But those are like weird phenomena that have no explanation and uh, could be purely coincidental, but still wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, classic. I- 
I've got a I've got a paranormal story. One time, he did. So I I went into this house, and there's a ghost there. And then I realized I was playing I was playing that uh, phasmophobia game. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is real life. That yeah, is real life. There's real ghosts. If we live in a simulation, then you technically have seen a ghost. It's true. Yeah. Yes. True. Right. My body does function similarly. Try looking up. You know. I mean, yeah, I can see my feet in this one, so it's a pretty good game. I can see my feet. True. <laughs> Everybody knows. Uh, the devs really thought this one out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I had some paranormal stuff go on when I was younger. Um. So when I was really little, I spent a lot of time on the Blackfoot Reserve outside of Calgary. Um, and now I don't know if this is the actual story or if it's my grandmother twisted it to fit her teach uh, her like teaching styles for me. Um, but the like traditional Wendigo from like Algonquin legends is mm -hmm. the, the cannibal spirit. Um, but I, what I was told is when I was younger was the Wendigo was a like spirit beast that used to like like uh stalk liars through the woods and the more lies you told the closer it would get and you'd basically just always see it there in the background of the woods staring at you waiting for you to tell another one so it could come closer until it could eat you in, in the middle of the night mm -hmm. so i have like very vivid memories of seeing this thing out in the woods staring at me and like and it was very clearly just childhood like twisting just, oh yeah, yeah i heard about this yeah it's there right but it's it's pretty damn vivid. I see it like, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it, it's bad. It's like, it's like Slenderman. Yeah, intense. Um, like uh, that one freaked me out a lot. But then, like actual like things that have a better chance of being paranormal is the classic. I was home alone. Like my parents had gone for two weeks, um, and I was like playing games downstairs, and like I didn't have headphones on or anything. Like I had just the TV playing, um, and I very clearly heard someone stomp upstairs and call my name. And I was like, I am home alone. Like, uh, now I have a fairly large, uh, oh, I have a sword. I shouldn't call it a large knife. It's a, it's an actual genuine sword. <laughs> um, I got it when I was super weeb as a, in junior high and was like, God damn, mm -hmm. I just want a sword. So as we like, all I'm do. walking upstairs with a katana in hand, like ready. Cause I'm like, who the fuck is in my house? And all the doors were locked. All the windows were closed. Like, um, I, I couldn't find any explanation, but I like it wasn't that I just heard it. Like I felt the like it shake. Like like when somebody stomps mm. really hard on it, you can like, mm. feel it kind of reverberate through. Like yeah. I felt it. Like I was like same thing with the stomping in my house. Like, one, I felt it one sense at a time. So it's not, not like yeah. I just heard it and it could be like auditory illusion. Like it was like I, I felt it too, and like the stomp and my name call. Like it was it was weird. Um, you know that like. Uh, like more about like the Wendigo and stuff. Um, that as well traditionally they'll scream out and pretend to be loved ones of yours to try and lure yourself uh -huh. yeah. closer. They have they use the voices. Yeah, right? they yeah. use all the voices yeah, that you yeah. know and try and lure you closer. And the more you believe them, mm -hmm. uh, the oh my god! Why did you say I this? Uh, Someone outside my apartment. I know what some little girl was shouting. <laughs> there was there was another moment actually i was living at the riverbend house with uh, brody and riley and i was laying in bed on my phone all my lights were off 
and out of nowhere my desk light just turns on i was like what the fuck so i got up kind of like freaked out and i turned it off like i i checked the switch i took out like the because there was a dimmer in it and obviously dimmers can sometimes just like turn on um so i took the dimmer out plugged it in turned it off got back down on my bed and it turned on again the moment i sat down in bed and i was like this is fucked up so i like i unplugged it and i tried to forget about it and then i couldn't help this feeling but someone standing at the end of the hallway in the basement that was there um I was across the room and on the other end of the room, there was a hallway towards the the bathroom and the laundry room there. And I kept seeing this dude just standing at the end and like just full attention, uh, completely like just very kind of like a, a, a military guy. And I ended up having to like go to Brody. I was like, dude, some weird shit's been going on in the basement. Do you have like anyone in the family that's like in the military and stuff? And he's like, I don't know, like possibly is like, uh, okay, well, it, my light's been turning on and off when it's been turned off. And I keep seeing this dude standing at the end of the hallway, like he's like in attention or salute. And eventually he gets information from his family that uh, a family member who had passed away that is that used to be in the military, all of his stuff is down in the laundry room that's at the end of the hall there. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was another weird little coincidence. That's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> so one might say paranormal. Yeah. Yeah, I a, almost forgot about that. That is story, creepy Bernie. though. Ooh. That's the weird thing. Like this house that I'm in now, I've been in this house since 2006, I think. It might have even been like 2005. But I've been in this house, and I know Jay had that experience here. And when I was living here with Skye, she, all the time, she's like, I feel like there's something in this house. Like, I feel like it's haunted. She also just, like, wants to be haunted. <laughs> yeah. But she mm-hmm. always felt there was something up about this house. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I've been here for so long and literally have never had a paranormal experience here. The only time that I was ever spooked in this house was I had a nightmare that raptors came out of the furnace and came down the hall and attacked me and my brothers. So I was scared that there was raptors in the furnace. And that's a valid it. fear. It's the only experience I've had, but I've now had two people that feel like or have had spooky experiences in this house. However, I was able to disprove pretty much all of Sky's <laughs> experiences she had. Yeah. Well, well, now just, now I'm yeah, I mean there was just a couple where she was like came running downstairs like, Oh my god, the door upstairs slammed. Like what the fuck? Something's up there. I went up, opened the door, and the, the window was open on the other side of the door. And I was like, Okay, well wind yeah. blows through the house, don't worry about it. Like I've I've had uh I've had issues like that too, like just a door slamming or shit falling off of shelves, um, and random stuff like that that I could attribute to wind or uh, other situations but like the the one thing that stands out is that light in the basement there like mm-hmm. any time that that's ever happened is just like what the fuck yeah mm-hmm. and and just the fact that there was like a military man and that my uncle greg's stuff was in there like that's that's like a uh so two, a, on, two on the nose of a coincidence you know what i mean yeah yeah no for sure it it is that's like Ray was saying, things that interact with multiple senses, like the stomping. 
I think the biggest thing is that I was so into the game at the moment, but I could feel it as much as I could hear it. And I think that's what made it feel so real that I can't just, I couldn't just dismiss it. You know? I know the brain can fill in things and like make it seem more. So there's a good chance that it wasn't anything, but it just it made it that much more. Like uh, mm-hmm. when I was really uh, going through some of the worst parts of my depression and stuff, uh, I used to have like serious insomnia. So I'd go like days without sleep. So I used to be plagued by like minor visual hallucinations and stuff. Um, so anytime I was like walking home alone, I'd see like things in the dark moving and but. Um, I was very clear on like what was real and what wasn't like I could see them, but like part of me was always sure that I'm like, that can't be real. And then I'd like turn and look and it would be gone. Um, yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. it was only ever one sense, like, you know, like I'd either I'd, I'd feel it around me, like the hairs on the back of my neck and I'd turn and there wouldn't be anything or I'd see it there and I wouldn't get the feeling or like I'd hear something and nothing would be there. It only got me with one, but the, the stomp was like, it got me on multiple, like I felt it and I heard it and that just doesn't happen. At least to me, it never happened to me. So. Yeah. It's affecting. It is affecting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm really happy. I heard a ghost story from all of you today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm the only one that didn't have one really. Yeah, you did. Which one? (laughs) You had the Raptors in the, Oh, the, the, raptors, raptors. <laughs> the raptors out of the furnace. Yeah, that's true. I'll just check You're literally bed. in hell right now, Brody. <laughs> I'm in hell like, right look now. At, like, look Brody. at you for the people that can't see. Brody, do you check your stuff. furnace for raptors before you go to bed? I do. Screw checking under the bed for monsters. I check my furnace for raptors. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my, my reoccurring childhood nightmare, like like similar to that, was just a POV from standing at the top of the stairs to my basement and the bananas in pajamas arms linked <laughs> stomping up the stairs towards me menacingly just on repeat dude. and dude, that, those that smiles was, on those guys that was creepy. terrifying to me damn dude, i thought uh, those guys were creepy enough i did too okay yeah. rare go uh, that was like the tele- you, you go first I'll, I'll tell mine after you go you go first so, with your recurring nightmare. my reoccurring nightmare as a kid I just thought of another one too. Okay, I'm just this one's just a quick funny story. <laughs> I had a dream that I was sleeping with my mouth open and a fly threw down my throat and I jolted up out of bed and like started bawling and ran to my mom and I thought a fly threw down my throat. <laughs> That's the whole story. <laughs> that was the entire fucking dream. <laughs> Anyways, that that reoccurring... jarring. Yeah. <laughs> right? The reoccurring dream. So I think it happened it was probably like three three years ago or not three years ago sorry three years in a row i just had a dream that a t-rex was chasing me and i was running and each year the mouth got a little closer to me and the last time i had the dream the mouth was like over top of me but just hadn't quite closed yet and they happened always like around like near my birthday so like in november ish and it was like three or four years in a row just the t-rex getting a little closer every time weird it's a metaphor Metaphor for old age coming to get you. But I was like, just ate a, your a kid. fucking child. Yeah. Say your childhood. Well, and if he gets to you, definitely check your furnace. <laughs> he was getting pissed off that you kept on checking the furnace. Now he's coming after you. Yeah. yeah. What's with all My these recurring... dinosaur dudes? 
my recurring childhood nightmare uh, was on my like grandparents' farmhouse. Um, it wasn't they didn't own a farm, but they had they like leased one of the like a spare house on someone else's like farmyard um, to be out in the country. Uh, and basically, on like three out of the four sides, there was nothing but fields, like as far as you could see. Then yeah. the other side was uh, the like main house, and then behind that fields, as far as you could see, like it was out past uh, Oak Tokes, um, far enough that like you couldn't see any more city. Um, so I used to have this nightmare that uh, I'd walk out onto the balcony facing one of the fields, and I'd see this big black figure standing in the middle of one of the yards, like I don't know, like. Uh, couple hundred yards away like far enough that it was like very clearly could be seen as something standing there but you couldn't make out any details on it mm-hmm. you know like that kind of distance uh anyway I, I call for my grandpa and like he comes running out and he, he like he just turns to me and looks like super concerned and says get back inside and he grabs this big rifle um so i go inside and you hear the rifle crack and then he comes back in like uh, it, it's taken care of don't worry about it, don't worry about it, right so I'm like, okay, okay. So I like go to one of the windows in the kitchen and I like start trying to make myself a bowl of cereal because as you all know, I was obsessed with it. <laughs> um, anyway, as I like, put the bowl down, I see out this window that there's uh, like another one like between us and the other house. Uh, this time it's like much closer and it's like a black uh, figure and it's like covered in fur almost. Like, um Mm-hmm. but still far enough that you can't like make out any facial detail you just can kind of see from the way like the hair is moving that it's like it's clearly not human anymore yeah it's not just a figure it's not human so i'm like oh shit there's another one and then like i i run to tell my grandfather and in that main room there's a massive window uh, and you can see it in, in the yard there's like six or seven of them all moving through the fields now and so mm-hmm. he like shouts at me go to the bedroom go to the bedroom so i like fall ass down this long hallway and it was like hallway that was like i don't know it had like three rooms going down it and then i was like in the far one end one but like i run in and I go and you can hear one of the doors open you can hear the rifle crack twice and then it stops and then you see a big black shadow coming down the hallway um and then i'd always wake up right as something like a hand started moving into the like doorway frame and i'd always wake up right then and like it was terrifying Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty well similar to kind of my farmhouse story yeah. too. Yeah, yeah these, but apparently these, mine are like big... big fuzzy orange creatures. So I'm like, yeah. mm, this is interesting. But these big hairy creatures on <laughs> a farmhouse uh, invading your house and coming to your room. It's a common theme, which is crazy. That's an interesting. Yeah. That's terrifying. That's an interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm question. scared of having that nightmare now. <laughs> yeah. I had I had that one so many times too. It was like. At least a dozen, if not more. Wow. You know, it's crazy. I've had one of those, like a recurring nightmare, at least. Like, yeah. when I remember having this one nightmare that someone broke into the house and just like killed my whole family. And like, I remember vividly this POV of like the gun in my face and it being pulled. And I've had this nightmare so much as a kid that it was like, I went to this uh, poli- like it's this police station where they do tours and stuff and talk about crime and stuff. And there's this one station where you can pretend to be a police officer responding to like a burglary or something. And like none of it clicked. 
but I made this choice and like it's a life selection like you you choose your own adventure type thing and uh I ended up choosing this one choice that had the police officer approach the house and when he opened the door he turned to the side and there's just a gun in his face it was so much that like I freaked out and ran out of the police station that the dream had happened so much that oh, that was that was up, my man. yeah that was that was my fuzzy creature nightmare bananas you know there's a gun yeah it's a gun guns are gun. scary <laughs> guns are scary man scary yeah. ghosts are guns i don't know man yo i'd fight a ghost fuzzy, yeah. fuzzy orange like creatures coming through the through the night i don't know i mean is it just a gun because I'd, I'd throw hands with just a gun if it's somebody's yeah, holding yeah, a gun no i might be a little bit more scared of it but <laughs> i'd fight a gun well as we all know you need another gun too oh no never mind you need two cranches yeah don't bring a gun <laughs> to a guy fight hey yeah <laughs> Zach, do you have uh, do you have any projects or anything crazy you wanna you wanna plug about or anything you're stoked about recently that you're excited to have happen? I'm just excited to move, get yeah, a man. get a fresh start. So I'll be I'll be in Edmonton with Rebecca starting on Friday. So fuck yeah! If anyone's in Edmonton yeah. and wants to link up, can't say. I train much anymore, do much other than just, like, study and... Well, I broke and... my arm, like, uh, a few days ago, so I'm not doing a much of anything. That's what I heard. Yeah. That sucks, yeah. man. But I do plan on coming up to Edmonton soon. I need to, to do some last little photo shoots and some last little bit of car stuff before I move. And Yeah, man, let's link you up. Gotta, you gotta come down for some adventures and some potty parties and some backyard hangouts and stuff like that. Hey, we've yeah, never been closer. Much more reasonable, like yeah, yeah, exactly, right? I don't. We used to drive to Calgary every weekend in college just to come train and breathe and vibe with the community. Like ridiculous yeah, amount of times we drove to Calgary. So I have no problem. <laughs> come over for a weekend crash. That sounds like fun. Hell yeah! Absolutely, you're always welcome. Uh, breathe is also opening up open gym again on the fifteenth. So. Um, nice. That will be a nice. possibility. Nice. Nice. See if I can still do a climb up with my elbows. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I was trying so hard. We were there on. We were out training Thursday. I. Yeah. My fat ass. I could not lift it up over a ledge. Like. <laughs> I got oh, to that point where you're like, you've got the ledge at your chest, and you're just struggling to try and get up, and your feet are fucking kicking below <laughs> you. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah, it's I'm trying to get up. <laughs> Yeah. I taught those kids once. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, now I am that kid. Yeah. Yep. Look at look at us go full circle. <laughs> Parkour. <laughs> from from little kids me, struggling to instructor. I'm gonna try to do a five. Yeah. <laughs> five second cat struggle. hang. That's my goal. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord. Well, guys, uh, I appreciate you hanging out with the podcast. Thank you for listening, uh, Brody. Our website's back up and going, isn't it? No. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Try again next week. <laughs> yeah, it it'll be pretty soon. Um, yeah, uh, no comment. No comment. <laughs> Copy. Um, We're working on it. We'll edit that out. We we just had to. We won't edit that out actually. <laughs> but we won't uh, edit that out. Uh, we won't edit that out. We, we won't. But we can't, uh, we, we can't edit it out now. <laughs> 
We can edit it out though. Don't worry. We about could it. if we wanted to, yeah. but we won't. But we don't. But we won't. Because we, we like it. <laughs> so we we do have a website. We do have merch. Uh, we're just switching platforms that we're hosting our merch on and our website on. Uh, so it's been a bit of a transition, but when it does come up mm-hmm. and uh, get back and going, if you're listening to this by the time the website's up, the website is podiboys.com, P-O-D-I-B-O-Y-S.com. And if you use the code, I believe it is podcast10, podcast10. It will be because I have to make a new one. So Yeah, okay, well. Yeah, let's go. It will be one of those two, but not both. Just one. Yeah. And if Just you get one. it wrong, you'll never get the discount again. It locks you up. Yeah. And we're not editing this so that you know what the actual discount code is. So you just might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it. Uh, yeah. Yes. And you can find it there. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for listening. Uh, don't be afraid to clap some ghost cheeks. And don't be or afraid do be to. Afraid. You might need to be afraid, depending on the ghost cheeks. But. Uh, the other thing is, don't be afraid to mix your cereal sometime. Uh, don't be don't be don't listen to rare. Don't, don't don't don't. Be afraid of rare. Utilize, a, cereal. A, Utilize all the cereal. The only ghost you waste. should be aware uh, uh, afraid of is rare's ghost when he sees you mixing cereal. Uh, astral project my ass over to your house <laughs> and fuck you up. He mixed your cereal, and with that, goodbye. Thank you. Thank you.